listener, thanks for being here. I'm Ludo. And I'm Marge. And this is Speak It Out, a podcast by Shrink It Out. Here, we tell your stories and share our thoughts and encourage debate on psychological and social well-being. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast for today's episode. Hi, Marge. Hello, Ludo. Um... So today's podcast, we wanted to um, take a moment to talk a little bit about the holidays, the Christmas holidays specifically, and the difficulties that can come along with it and share some personal experiences. Um, so my and Marge's personal experiences to just show a bit more realistically what the holidays can be and um, hopefully let people know that difficult situations can arise and it's okay and normalize the fact that they that they happen. I would like want to do a small disclaimer that we both like uh, celebrate Christmas during the holidays, not not because it's the only celebration that exists, but like since we're talking about personal experiences and we celebrate Christmas, perhaps we'll use the word Christmas a lot. Um, so maybe we can start by sharing one time during Christmas or New Year's that was uh, particularly hard um for specific reasons um for us and how that made us feel um Buddha, do you want to start yeah sure um i think up till now most of my uh winter holidays and christmas celebrations have been pretty okay i'm thinking that perhaps this christmas will be the um maybe more difficult one for me and perhaps for my family as well the one I'm most like worried about, let's say. So I reflected on the fact that perhaps I don't feel like I have as much in common as I thought I had with a side of my family. And uh, this year, like both my my grandparents from my dad's side passed away. And so I think that it was a very nice moment for us to um, meet my dad's side of the family for Christmas there'd be my grandparents and my cousins um but this year with my grandparents yeah passing I'm not sure how much I actually have in common with my cousins or my aunt and my uncle and obviously it's it's still lovely to see them and it's always been lovely to celebrate Christmas with them previously Mm, but it was in my grandparents house and my grandparents would be cooking Um, And I think that's what bonded us a lot, especially because they live in another city uh, since my dad comes from uh, another city and um, we don't really see them other like during like the rest of the year. So Christmas was really a moment for everyone to get together. And I just feel like now we don't really have this common thing bonding us anymore and I I'm a bit worried of how the dynamics are going to be I think it's going to be slightly different we're all going to feel um like there's someone missing there's a sort of absence that has to be like filled in and I don't know I I'm I'm definitely like still looking forward to seeing them I just I'm worried that we will have maybe less to to talk about or the air will feel sort of um tense and i think it's it's normal i think a lot of families go through this if maybe uh 
someone from the family passes away or is not involved anymore. Um, yeah, I just, uh, it's interesting to see how my family and I, and they will um, experience this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. I think like it sounds like you are more worried, like not more worried, but like that your worry is centered a lot around like the tension that there may be in the, um, like I, I actually am wondering whether you think that the tension and like this fear of not having a lot of in common would be like would be like kind of a way to mask like the feelings perhaps of sadness and pain of people not being around there anymore you know I think perhaps if like that would have like if imagine your dynamics would just have changed but people would be around there like the dynamics would have changed independently of people being Mm -hmm. there not being there um do you think you would be less worried um no, I, I definitely see a point in your question. And I think, yes, perhaps it would have, I think I would have, uh, I would feel less worried because maybe then those people being there would be then the, the, the masking of like the changes that have happened. And it would be just be, a, it would just be a constant reassurance that, thing, that things would somewhat, somewhat still be the same on the surface, even if maybe underneath um they wouldn't be the same well I think now they're like clearly uh explicitly not the same and the fact that we don't see each other a lot and we didn't even experience the grief together of my grandparents nor did we really share it like besides uh, moments of the funerals um I feel like we moved on independently and I don't know how they, um, the view that they have of my grandparents anymore. I don't know what they've done with with that grief. And they don't know what I've done with that grief. So I think we, I'm scared that we will be sitting there and not really being able to communicate in a way that we once knew. Like the dynamics have just obviously changed. And it it could go really well, actually. Like maybe I'm just worried, but then we realize that um maybe we'll feel like a, a a weight has been lifted off our shoulders not not in the sense that we're happy but you know that we can move on to like a next step of our of our family story if we want to call it like that um or it could go I wouldn't use the word wrong because it's not wrong but it could go in another direction in which we discover that we don't have we don't share as many interests uh or curiosity for each other anymore and that would also be okay but i think it's not just something i would have to go through independently of a person but it's something that the whole family would have to go through and then obviously when there's a shared sense of when there's shared feelings it takes longer for people to get used to it Mm -hmm. um so yeah i we'll see yeah we'll see do you think there are things that could like help you even just within yourself to like do and think or even things that can be more explicit that could like alleviate your your worry or like just yeah make you feel yeah so I thought um I think one thing that could really help me would be to um at least share it if not with my parents because maybe I I maybe I would involve for example my dad too much and I don't want to 
cause him any like mm-hmm. um I don't know stress about it because I know he he feels it a little bit maybe I could I thought about sharing it with my siblings I think they would definitely understand me um perhaps even agree with me but at the same time it's also hard because it's like having to break that 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 wall that is easy to be there as well is easy for it to be there as well but I think it could definitely help me because maybe then we could go if I would share with them before the the big Christmas lunch then maybe we could go um into it as a team and then try to sort of experience it together and then we could talk about it later and how it made us feel um maybe I I will try to do that mm-hmm. um and also uh maybe while we're celebrating Christmas trying to remember my grandparents for who they were and for what they uh, funny funny anecdotes or even just about what they would do for for Christmas uh, at Christmas for us the what they would cook uh the things that they would say um just these funny silly things and I think it would be a way to open up the conversation about the grief that we've all experienced and maybe to see how they've like dealt with it and at what point of their uh, grieving process they are because like I said before I think they've been so different that I would I am genuinely like interested in knowing how they've seen it and maybe bringing up the conversation about my grandparents even with just some funny stories could open that up and I think that would be a really nice thing for us to share and it could be a really nice moment then again I don't know how they would react but I think these are some just like two small things that I think could definitely help me and I and I think perhaps could help someone out there as well if they're in a similar situation um if they would feel comfortable to do so Mm -hmm. yeah really nice reflections and I I think like that especially the second one may feel like scary or like a bit risky Mm -hmm. to like bring something up um that may be triggering for some people in that situation but I think maybe if you'd like even ask if people would be okay to talk about it and like say why it would be important for you for example then if you see that people are having like a negative reaction to it that doesn't have to happen you know or that maybe can happen like between the five of you like your closer family mm-hmm. after the the uh, celebration but I think it's like worth giving it a try because maybe people really do want to talk about it and yeah yeah that's definitely very true and I think the reason why I'm also so worried is because of the fact that it, it's it's Christmas mm-hmm. and Christmas has is is portrayed as this like celebration of happiness and giving each other gifts and Mm -hmm. everyone wanting to be there and the music and the atmosphere I think if it would be a normal like family reunion then I wouldn't be so concerned because there wouldn't have to be all these extra things around that we have to think about so perhaps always also trying to go into it as a normal a normal reunion like okay I'm just visiting my cousins I'm just visiting my aunt and uncle without having to think about all those other um elements I think that could help as well yeah because it would make it less less fake in a way um yeah yeah so yeah I think that's my my perspective 
difficulty on on the uh, winter holidays. And what about you? Have you experienced any difficult winter celebrations? Um, I think like nothing like that was, but I think this is maybe common in like the celebrations that there's not like something that explicitly goes wrong because everything's like, everyone's kind of trying to mask stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but I think definitely like um, in the, I think it was like around my bachelor university years um, that I was going through a lot personally and uh, with like my mental health and particularly in the context of like eating disorders and body dysmorphia and things like that. Um, I remember particularly one Christmas that was really, really hard. Like the anticipation of it was super scary and the mm. moment was also pretty stressful. Um, I don't think anyone really noticed it, but but for me it was it was pretty bad. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, yeah, like what what I really like feel for and for myself and like for people who went who are currently going through such uh, struggles is that the like Christmas and like the celebrations, particularly in certain cultures, can be so hard for people. Yeah. I'm sure also who are going through other mental health struggles, but I think it is particularly uh, strong in the context of um, eating disorders because everything so, is so much about food and it's so much about uh, spending time around the, the table. And like, mm -hmm. yeah, there, um, we were also talking about this earlier about like yeah, in Italy, particularly, I think there is like this, like, like a lot of comments on like kind of having to show appreciation for the people who are hosting through eating a lot and through like really explicitly appreciating the food and stuff like that I really wish that Christmas would be less about the gifts and less about the food to be honest but more about the fact that you're with your family and that that doesn't happen super often and yeah. more about like having meaningful conversations and like actually being present and taking time to um, understand people around us more than, you know, than the other superficial stuff. But I think we get like very carried away by other stuff. Um, and yeah, I don't know if like, maybe I didn't go too much in depth of what happened that Christmas, but I think it was just a lot of it in my head of like people making comments about my body and like about how much I was eating and that definitely making me feel sad and uh, anxious all the time you know yeah I mean that that was, definitely sounds most like unpleasant having to deal especially with like maybe family that you don't see that often and that maybe don't even know you on a personal level for them to comment on such a a personal thing mm -hmm. is also just like a breaking of boundaries almost well not almost it is yeah. like literally a breaking of of boundaries and um what do you think in that moment do you think that there's anything that could have helped you maybe in hindsight looking back at the situation now I think well what we can all do for ourselves is to like 
like for others and then in turn for ourselves is like to really stop asking questions that have the potential of like really crossing boundaries for people because we have to remember that the fact that we're like family members does not mean that we have a certain intimacy with the person that allows us to like enter a like very personal spheres sometimes you know and mm-hmm. I think like there are so many questions that people ask even just like do you have a boyfriend or like um come on why are you eating so little or like yeah. um, I don't know even just like oh you look so good right now because and like implying something related to like losing weight and I think like I wish I think in any context this these questions or comments should mm-hmm. be avoided but I think these are highlight like they happen more during the Christmas holidays and I wish we could like refrain from doing it like if every one of us could notice like the like the urge because to be honest I've been in the situation of like wanting to ask my like younger cousin like oh what about your relationships but like we don't know how like triggering that topic is you know and especially there are ways to ask things that are not like super pressuring and that are not yeah that are less potentially less triggering so I think definitely that would have helped if if people would have done that less and for like myself in that situation and for people who are going through that and are really like fearing the Christmas holidays I think like the only thing that you can do is like really try to survive it in the sense of like trying to like realize how temporary that is and if it's it's super stressful and if it's too much we have the right to communicate that especially to like our closer family members we have the right also I think like here we're talking about like the fact that as if Christmas has to be celebrated this way I think there are a lot of people who decide to like stop seeing their family because it doesn't make them feel good and I think that is completely valid and a bit taboo but I I I think it's it would be very beneficial in certain situations yeah um so I definitely agree with you in fact I was I was gonna ask you like what do you think uh would be a way for you to like deal with it in the future or like in a sort of advice but I think you kind of answer that question like realizing that you have a right first of all to communicate and also I would add like you have the right to step back and and say like okay like I don't I don't feel like this is making me happy anymore or it's it's not pleasant so like I can refrain um especially because during like the holidays it's a repeated exposure to these things it's not just like you're seeing your family uh, or extended family for one day it's like you have this day and then the day after and then like maybe it's like three four five days a week or it's a whole holiday so it's definitely like a lot um to take so yeah I I think like also there shouldn't be the because like this can also quickly go into like an avoidance mechanism of like not wanting mm-hmm. to like be exposed to like that and this can be I think very relevant in eating disorder situations and that's also not a good thing but if you do have like one person at least that knows about what you're mm-hmm. going through which is also super hard like in my situation no one really knew what was going on uh, but I think like 
having a person there that can like uh check in with you if like you need a break or like yeah like maybe help you mit mitigate the situation or and if you don't have that person then perhaps you have to be that person for yourself you know and like establish boundaries and um yeah be extra kind to yourself because it's going to be yeah. hard of course but it's only in the end a week or <laughs> how long it lasts and yeah. you're gonna make it through even no matter how hard it is definitely i mean definitely having a someone you can just share things with like a team like i said earlier definitely helps and always you got to team up with yourself um it's obviously hard because when we're so young like all these like things all these dynamics are like yeah it's easier to reflect on them in in, in hindsight obviously but definitely if like for the future i think this is like really good advice that we can try to that we can enact mm -hmm. and like try to just be kinder be better well um maybe do we want to share like i don't know like, i don't want to like positively relabel the situation <laughs> completely but maybe we can share like one nice memory we have about christmas also to understand or like yeah to understand what are the things that actually mm. moment good you know like which is probably not when you received uh, an iphone maybe it is but yeah. <laughs> um i'm thinking and i think you know what i really think that covid christmas mm -hmm. for me was so good because we decided well we decided it, yeah but partly decided and partly imposed to just be the five of us so mm -hmm. me, my parents and my siblings and we didn't have any big Christmas dinner, no Christmas lunch with all the grandparents, cousins and this and that coming from this place and the other place. Mm -hmm. And we just spent the whole day making ravioli. So like mm -hmm. just cooking. And then we opened our gifts. We had our, our dinner. It was nothing massive. We weren't even like dressed super well. Like it was it was like a normal day. But then but it was Christmas. And I think it's what I said before, like just making it like a normal thing. And and the fact that there wasn't the whole big family involved, I think just reduced the dynamics that everyone has to go through with their family every year. And I think that was my one of my favorite Christmases, just chill. And we talked, the five of us, um, about everything. And there was no small talk. That it was just like a catch up, like a good family catch up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think those are the things that matter the most, like quality time. Um, yeah. What about you? I um, also, I really like the, like on the 25th in the morning when it's just like the four of us. And mm -hmm. uh, I think that's always been one of my favorite moments of Christmas. But I'm also thinking of one time, like a few years actually with when my cousins were like, um, quite young like they're mm -hmm. like around five and two years old um but also like uh, even now like sometimes when I um and now they're like 10 years old so like the idea that Christmas is still super magical for them and like that yeah like playing with them and like waiting for like, Santa Claus to come and stuff like that I think I was always super happy but like that made me super happy to see them like that and play with them um so 
yeah having Chris, uh, kids around during Christmas is, is really nice I think <laughs> yeah I can imagine just the the magic and the joy that they bring like everything is so light and and exciting for them like you know it's just all about the presents underneath the Christmas tree and music and yeah. running around it's yeah definitely having the the joy of children around is I think is is very nice yeah I, yeah. I don't have it but I I can I can feel that like a uh like I miss it you know yeah. <laughs> um that's so nice yeah but this is it all it's like simple things yeah which is nice okay right. then what should we wish for you <laughs> we don't wish you like the best time I mean we do wish you the best time uh yeah. during Christmas but uh with no pressure that it should be like that no no expectation that that's the way it has to be we wish that you can just accept whatever is coming up um in those days exactly uh, here so just you. wishing for whatever like the normality just mm -hmm. The moment by moment normality of of life as as cliche and yeah as cliche as that may sound but that's what we wish for so yeah hear from you next year i guess yes bye and thank you so much for listening bye bye mm -hmm.